I've seen you deliver me before. But if you choose not to deliver, I will still follow you. 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 I will still I will still follow you, Lord. I will still follow you. <laughs> you are worth dying for. You are worth dying for. I know that you can save. I have seen you save me before. But if you choose not to share me, you are worth dying for. You are worth dying for. You are worth dying for. Yes, if I die, I die. If I perish, I perish. But my Jesus must be seen. If I die, I die. If I perish, I perish. But my Jesus, I know that you can say, I have seen you save me. Not once, not twice, not two or three times. Kuriana Kukaido Fotovina. But if you choose not to deliver, you are worth dying for. Spend my life on you. Spend my life on you. I know that you can say you have proven that to me. But if you choose not to deliver, ah, on a no kaye, every no se ifana, every wadi, every tu, every wadi ano kaiko, asia ni tete, tete peni, bokana ine benano, ateko yuja banate, ujene kukaya.
Hallelujah. I'll keep singing the song of saints till I reach my home. Chant of saints till I reach my home. No glory in this world, no greatness here for me. No glory in this world, my great reward is you. The all will trade you for gold. Your presence is my Lord. My God is to see your face and hear you say, Well done. Worth dying for. 
and say father we are grateful for the life you've given to us for your mercies towards us for the gift of life mercy health well thank you father open your mouth and bless the name of the lord share the link for me Oh, 
My God, give him praise, give him thanks. Thank you, Father. 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 Shagabada bada bada Shagabada bada Shagabada bada Shagabada bada Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Shagada bada dada. Shagaba baba 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 baba. Sekete bele sekete Shaka <laughs> 
Bless his name. He is mighty. He is glory. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for such a beautiful day like today. Thank you. We are back again, Lord. We are back for your word. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Okay. God bless you for joining. It's a blessing to have you all. Now, you have to understand that purpose is when you know and understand what you were born to accomplish. Can I take it again? I said you have to know and understand that purpose is when you know and understand what you were born to accomplish. That is purpose. So if you don't know what you were born to accomplish, you don't know your purpose. Are you following? Yes. So if you see somebody and the person doesn't know what he was born to accomplish, the person doesn't know what he was born to fulfill, the person might have lost his purpose on earth. I am following. And I want you to 
be attentive to what I'm teaching you this morning. Purpose is when you know and understand what you were born to accomplish. That is purpose. You know what you were born to do. Last time we prayed on my return, I think on Monday, we prayed about God defining our purpose to us so we will know what to do. So purpose is when you know and understand what you were born to accomplish. So anybody living in this life without having an understanding about what he was born to accomplish, that person is losing it. I heard me. Anybody that is born and do not know what he's supposed to accomplish have lost his purpose on life in life. Are you following? So most people have lost the understanding of what they were born to do. And it is not clear to them, so they do what they are not supposed to do. As a man of God, there are times that pressure comes. Sometimes if you are not careful, you begin to do what people do as a man of God. Sometimes if you are not careful, you begin to venture into things that people do. You begin to plan your ministry based on how people does it. Are you following? Now, what am I trying to say doesn't mean that you cannot build things by learning from people. But to every person that God has created, God has a specific definition for your life. And despite everything you can copy from people, if you miss the specific definition for your life, listen, you have lost the, the, the purpose to be alive. Are you learning, people of God? And I want you to be attentive. There is one major theme of life. One major theme that God is saving us so we can save others. That Jesus came to die for us so we will live 
and snatch people away from hell. This is one mega purpose that involves everyone under the sun. Apart from what God calls you to do, this one God called everybody to do. Everybody who is born of God is called by God to save a brother from the pit of hell. I follow people of God and we must be careful and very, very attentive to, the, to what I'm teaching you. So if we lose that thing, we have lost our purpose in life. And I said purpose is when you know and understand what you were born to accomplish. So if purpose is when you know and understand what you were born to accomplish, what is then vision? Vision is when you see it in your mind and begin to imagine it. And this is for my mentor, Dr. Mouse Moreau. Purpose is when you know and understand what you were born to accomplish. Vision is when you see it in your mind and begin to imagine it. It is your dream that is your vision. You cannot take your mind off it. You cannot take your heart from it. It is a picture that keeps appearing to you. You see it every day. That is your vision. You think about it. You dream about it. In fact, every morning, every night, every time, you are always on it. That is your vision. May God divine your vision for you. As you are able to identify your purpose in life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. One of the ways that God deals with me. That helps me to identify things that I'm supposed to do. And things that I'm not supposed to do. Is the easiness. Of things that I do when God wants me to do anything I may face challenges but if it is his will you could see support coming from every angle and it is a sign to me that God truly wants this thing to come on God truly want to see this happening but when I'm doing a thing and you could see that I am struggling there is no hope there is no help you see, every time a struggle is a clear sign that God is not involved. Look at the people of Israel. When they were coming from the place of captivity, they used to go through things. But you could see that despite them going through these things, they were still making progress. That's one thing you must know. Some of you, you, you will know that what is happening to you, it is God. It, 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 God has allowed it because it is part of your life it is part of your destiny so you could see that you are going through challenge nevertheless when you look at your back you are making progress i pray for somebody who make progress in the name of jesus i pray for somebody who make progress 
in the mighty name of Jesus. You make progress in life. You make progress in destiny. You make progress in your assignment in the name of Jesus. So there is one major purpose and vision that entails everybody. Are you following? One major thing, one major assignment for everybody. You can have different kinds of assignment, but there is one major assignment and one major theme that is for everybody. That Jesus saved us, we must save all men. The gift God has given to me to prophesy is to bring salvation to people, is to bring salvation. So, Teria. People must be saved. The money God has given to you is to help save people. It's not your money. The beautiful houses, the glorious things God is doing in your life is to help bring people back to Christ. So if you lose it and you are not using what God has given to you to bring people to Christ, you are abusing the purpose of your life. All of us have the ability to win people for the kingdom. It is that we are lazy and it is that we are not prepared and it is that we are not careful of the consequences of the lost souls. We are not careful. If we are careful, we will understand that everything God has empowered us with must be a tool that will. I am following. And listen. We must be careful because we will be judged accordingly by our works. Everything we are doing, we will be judged. So you have a purpose. You understand what you are supposed to do. Nevertheless, you also understand what you were born to accomplish. But all the things you were born to accomplish, God has equipped you so that after you have been born again, you can now also win other people. This is a general vision, a general assignment, and a general purpose for everybody. So what am I trying to communicate to you today? I'm telling you today that we are all so winners and we all must be prepared to win people. If you are not winning a brother or a sister to the kingdom, 
you are very poor and you are empty and you are useless i say this and i will not put it in quote you are a fool and a useless if you don't win soul the scripture says that whoever wins soul is wise so if you don't win soul who are you i want you to write it on the platform we must be very careful listen everything god is giving to us it listen everything on earth will rot it will pass away so the the reason why lord or god is giving you all these things the reason why he's giving you health the reason why he's giving you life the reason why he's giving you more time the reason why he's empowering you to live a life is because listen there is something called eternal damnation there is something called hell there is something called the lake of fire now when men failed in the garden of eden God himself has to step down and win us back to himself so that the judgment that was passed on the devil or the serpent will not also come on us because the judgment was passed to the serpent and anybody who live like the serpent and that is a rebellious life to miss the mark or to sin that person will join him so it has become a sheer dominion that devil is trying to win people and god is also winning people so there are two sides of the world the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness the bible says that in the book of revelation i don't know if revelation chapter 12 verse 12 or something so the devil himself knows that his time is up and because he knows that his time is up he is doing everything trying to win all men to himself listen don't tell me he doesn't know he knows he knows his time is near he knows that his time is approaching people of god everything god has given to you must be a channel for the kingdom must be a system and a substance to bring the deliverance to people in darkness So it is too, please share the link for me. I want everybody to hear this message. You are missing it if you do not know this. Is there any hell? Is there any heaven? Yes, of course. The Bible says that it is appointed unto man to die once and after death judgment. There are a lot of scriptures about hell. Are you following? Yes. A lot of scriptures. Luke chapter 12 verse 47 to 48. The servant who knows the master's will and does not get ready or does not do what the master want, wants will be beaten with many blows. But the one who does not know and does things deserving punishment will be beaten with few blows. 
from everyone who has been giving much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. So if we say judgment is the same, I can say no, it may be, it, you, are, you are wrong. Somebody will be beating more, others will be beating small based on their capacity. If you have no money, you have more abilities to win souls. Not how you talk. If you have more money, you have more abilities to win souls. Revelation 21 verse 8. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderous, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic art, the idolaters, and all liars, they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. So hell is real. Don't tell me we've been hearing it. Listen, if I am your prophet and I'm telling you this, it means that it is a special message the Lord is pushing me to tell you. This message is supposed to be on the lips of every believer. You must see the realities of hell. You must see the realities of heaven. One time a pastor, an assemblies of God pastor, this one is a message that Kenneth Hagen was preaching. He said, an assemblies of God pastor was preaching. And he said, after preaching, this assemblies of God pastor left the service into his hotel room. Now, when he went to the hotel room and tried to take, to, to rest, suddenly the Lord visited the man in the room and took him to hell. Now, when he took him to hell, he saw his roommate. He saw his roommate in school those times. And when he saw his roommate in hell, his roommate told him that I, I died on a motor accident. Just Friday, I died. It's like, you, what are you doing here? The friend asked, the assemblies of God pastor asked, ah, but you, what are you doing here? He said, I, I died in a motor accident. People of God. The guy died. He said, I died. He was so specific. He said, I died on Friday on a motor accident. And the man is now in hell. Then he said, Jesus took him back. He wanted to ask him more questions. That, but why are you here? But Jesus didn't allow him to ask. Then Jesus brought him back. So the man from that time realized that his message is wrong. The messages he has been preaching, even if it is not wrong, he has rejected the message or the real message, which is to bring people back to Christ, to deliver people from the kingdom of darkness and bring them to light. But it was still not confirmed until the assemblies of God pastor called the mother. When he called the mother, the first thing the mother said was that, Son, have you heard about your friend that your friend had an accident this last Friday and died? 
Then the man suddenly was shaken. It was as if they put the man in cold water. The man started shaking because it became real to him. When he saw the man in hell, he told him he died in the motor accident on Friday and he's now in hell. When he called his mother from the dream, his mother told him, son, have you heard that your friend died in the motor accident just this Friday? People of God, I am speaking this so that you will not only gather things for yourself on earth. If I am a man of God, I prophesy to you, I pray for you and receive testimonies. And I, if I don't get time to tell you some of these things, I will be judged accordingly. If God entrusts souls to my hand and I do not tell them this message, do not preach to them, and I do not warn them about the coming, about the judgment that is before us, and they die in their sin, despite they being here under the sound of my voice, then I will be judged. But if I talk to you like this and you do not listen, then you will be judged. So hell is real. The realities of hell should empower us that we should pray and intercede for souls that are perishing in darkness. And this is my message. The end times. People of God, we must pray. We must be on the field. Share the link for me. We must be interceding for lives and souls. Look at your phone. The Bible says that I say, uh, what will be the sign? It says, when you look on the at the field and the grass are green, then the harvest is ready. Are you looking on the field? What do you see on the field? Mark chapter 4, verse 26 to 33. John 4, 35. Somebody should read that for me. Mark 4, 26. Mark 4, 26. Jesus also told them this parable. God's kingdom realm is like someone spreading seed on the ground. He goes to bread and gets up day after day, and the seed sprouts and grows tall. Though he knows not how, all by itself is proud, and the soil produces a crop. Share the link for me. God bless you for sharing the link. First, the green stem then the head on the stalk, and then the fully developed grain in the head. Then when the grain is ripe, 
he immediately put the sickle to the grain because harvest time has come. Somebody said the harvest is ready. Mm. How can I describe God's kingdom realm? Let me illustrate it with this parable. It is like the mustard seed, the tiniest of all the seed. Yet when it springs up and grows, it becomes the largest plant in the garden with so many large spreading branches. Even birds can nest in its shade. John 4.35 We don't say, sorry, don't you say there are yet four months until the harvest? Behold, I tell you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields. They are white for harvest already. People of God, this was Jesus speaking many, many years ago, about 2,000 years ago. And he was saying the harvest is ready. Now, many people will be like, we have been hearing this message. You are not the first person telling us. We, we are not even interested. We are only interested in money. We need money. We need health. We need um, children. We need houses. We need cars. We need husbands and wives. We need traveling. Listen, in Ukraine, many people have the same vision like you have. That's why I started with vision. That's why I started with purpose. And I said we all have one major purpose and one major vision. To bring men back to Christ. Everything we do must be around bringing people back to him. Somebody share the link for me. Share the link for everybody. Click on the share button. Share the link. You, 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 you are causing people to fail. You are causing people to die in their sins. Share the link and bring them here. Share everywhere. So somebody, some, some people had the same plan to marry, to give birth, to build houses, to do this and to do that, which is not wrong. Very good because you must be a good planner of your destiny as the Lord will lead you. It is good to plan well. It is good to have visions. It is good to dream. It is good to have desires. Because even the Bible talks about a good father who leaves inheritance for his children. So it is good to plan and even plan your children and even your great-great-grandchildren. It is good. Nevertheless, the central focus of the believer should point to Jesus Christ bringing salvation to all men. And if you have seen or witnessed such a great salvation, make sure, share the link for me, somebody. Make sure you win all men back to him. So people will be talking about it. This is not what we want to hear. We have been hearing this message. The Bible says, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Listen, there is a need of repentance. So I'm going to share with you seven signs of his coming. 
And I said my message is the end times. And this is a series. That's why I've spent time on Monday, Tuesday to prophesy to you. After coming back, I've spent time to speak to you, prophesy. And I've prayed for everybody. So if you do not come for service like this, to be equipped and to be blessed by these teachings, it is a clear sign that you are not born again. It's a clear signs that you love the world. It is a clear signs that you don't love God. And when we are done, I will pray with you people. So people will see all kinds of things. Some of them, some are even insulting whatever we call heaven and hell. Now, there are some group of people called common sense. And if you even listen to these people, you in, and you are not rooted and grounded in the word of God, you will even fall into deviation. These people will indoctrinate you. Seven signs of his coming. Number one, when you see people talking about Jesus is not coming anywhere, nothing is happening. There is nothing like rapture. There is nothing like his second coming. There is nothing like people of God. When you see people talking about this, it is even a sign. When people talk blasphemous, or when they become blasphemous, even against the, the coming of the Lord, it is even a sign. So, so, so don't be offended when people say that. Don't, don't, don't be angry. It is also one of the signs of the end times. And we call it scoffers. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 3 to 4. Can somebody help me? Second Peter chapter 3, verse 3 to 4. My God, I feel heat already. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days. Listen, knowing what? There shall come, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days. Scoffers. Everybody type scoffers. Number one, scoffers. Everybody type Second Peter 3, 3, 4. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 3 to 4. Scoffers. There shall come scoffers. Scoffers. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 3 to 4. There shall come scoffers. Now, what will these scoffers do? Knowing this first that they shall come in the last day scoffers, walking after their own land. So scoffers, one sign of scoffers is that they are walking in their own last. They love the world. They love what they last for. Every, you see, it is not every you last for that you must go for. That is why we need... Are you following? It is not everything as a believer. Share the link for me. It is not everything as a believer you desire that you must do. Everybody share the link. That is why we have discipline. That's why we have self-denial. We do not follow our last. 
If you follow your last, you will fulfill some desires that as a child of God, you are not supposed to. So discipline is one of the good characters of a true believer. Self-discipline. But this confess. This confess they go after the things of the flesh. And one thing they do is that saying, they will begin to say, where is the promise of his coming? So when you see people saying that, when is God coming? You people, you are just joking. You are saying, even as I'm speaking now, eh, I have the fear that we can be taken now. We can be raptured now. Are you following people of God? So, the, when you see people saying that, when is he coming? When is he coming? It is part of the signs of the end time. Don't, don't be offended. The Bible says that they will say, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this, they willingly are ignorant of that by the word of God, the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word are kept in store, reserved into fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. Verse 8, but beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to, uh, to us, word not willing that any should perish. So listen, the idea now that Peter is sharing with us is that, Peter is now trying to tell us that the reason why we are going through long term, long suffering, the reason why Jesus is not coming is because of his mercies, mercies toward us, that anybody, that no one should perish. So the reason why sometimes we say we, he has delayed, he has delayed. Are you truly prepared? Are you truly prepared? No. You are not prepared. So we must be careful of his coming. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 28. If you are not eagerly looking for him, you are not going with him. Last time I shared with my sons and daughters, they visited, before the year end, all my sons and daughters were called in my house and I was sharing the message to them and I anointed all of them by the special grace of God, which it's my custom every year. Now, one of the messages I share with them is that if you are not waiting for him, then you are not going with him. They were shocked. He said, Daddy, but Daddy, I said, yes. If you are not waiting, if you are not waiting for me, if I come, you don't know me. But those who are eagerly waiting for him will go with him. And if you are waiting for him, then you will live well. That's why I said, if you are not waiting for his coming, it means you are going to live anyhow. You, can, you cannot go with him. 
Hebrews chapter 9, verse 28. Hebrews 9, 28. Hebrews 9, 28. That's the last verse. So Christ was once offered to bear, bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him, shall he appear the second time without sin. Listen, he said what? Those who look, those who look for him shall appear the second time without sin unto salvation. So if you don't look for him, you, he will not appear to you. Hey. Luke chapter 21 verse 36. Luke chapter 21 verse 36. I know, I know. I know to you, some of you have your own message in your mind that you want me to preach. But this is the message I want to preach by the special grace of God. And I know that this, I have done my best to pray for all of you on Monday and on Tuesday. And today is Wednesday. This is the message the Lord wants me to preach to you. Share the link for me. So the number one signs of his coming is coffers. Coffers, Listen, all these things you are gathering for yourself. Go to Ukraine. Some of them were gathering things. Now, Ukraine, one bomb could destroy the whole city. One bomb, one rocket can fall on a village and scatter all the village. All the precious cars, which is good to have. All the precious buildings, which is good to have. Ninina, one day, they're scattered. No government is going to build anything for you because you are at war. People of God, what am I trying to say? Am I trying to discourage you of working, of building of buying cars no because myself I will, I, I will love to buy a car and even buy more i would love to build and even build more nevertheless doing all these things our focus is on jesus our focus is on soul winning our focus is so that all the family your brothers and sisters they will know him and follow him scoffers so they will come and they will preach wrong messages. They will prove to you that all these people talk about Jesus. But Jesus is not coming anywhere. Scoffers will tell you that. We must be careful. I am a no So those who are not waiting for his coming, they are not going to see him. Because the Bible says in him, uh, Luke, Luke 21, 36. Let's read Luke 21, 36. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Watch is to be awake, is to be alive. People of God, one of the beauty, one of the the things that is beautiful in the believer's life is that you have hope in the coming of our Lord. Now, there are differences between the rapture of the church and the second coming. And I will explain that because this is a series that I'm doing with you. So, we are talking about the seven signs of his coming. And I say number one is covers. Second Peter 3, 3 to 4. It shall come to pass that there shall be scoffers. 
who shall say where is the promise hebrews 9 28 those who wait for him he will appear to him luke 21 36 so watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass the fact that somebody don't believe in his coming is a clear sign that his coming is near so don't be offended when people don't believe in his coming don't be offended when people don't believe in god it is also one of the signs of his coming sign number two of his coming is the rebirth of israel now this happened in may 14th 1948 where israel was rebirth that time most of you were not born 1948 i don't think anybody here was born may 14th 1948 israel was was what rebirth or reborn Isaiah 66 verse 8. <laughs> My granny is laughing. Oh. Somebody shall glory you. Somebody say, I am part of the first flight. I am a first flighter. Somebody say, I am a first flighter. My God. Isaiah 66 verse 8. I love teaching this. I love it. I love it because this is our purpose in life. Some of you, you went on, um, um, I think, Saturday, every Saturday, you hear a friend just that you have to go for funeral. This is, you have to begin to think that you to a time will come, people, will, if Christ do not come, a time will come that people will also come to yours. When you go or you see funeral, begin to think about your current situation. Are you saved? Isaiah 66 verse 8, who has heard of such a thing? Who has seen such things? Can a land be born in one day? Or can a nation be brought forth in a moment? As soon as Zion was in labor, she also brought forth her son. So the nation Israel, one of the signs about the end time was that the rebirth of the nation Israel. And that happened in May 14, 1948. And the rebirth of Israel was the death of replacement theology. Now, I want your attention to come alive here. People of God, follow well. If I am your prophet, if I am your apostle, if I am your teacher, if I am your pastor, that pray for you. If even I am a healer that God used me to heal people, then this message, listen and listen well. The birth of Israel... Or the rebirth of Israel brought the, uh, the, the death to replacement theology. Now, what is replacement theology? In replacement theology, you will see a lot of people teaching that God has replaced the Jewish people with his church. But listen, the rebirth of Israel, the Jews have been born again. Many people think that God will not save the Jew people because they don't believe in his son. People of God, Jesus was a Jew. And, and the Jewish people, they have a covenant with God. Now, when you read the scriptures, there are 144,000 Jews that have been saved. They have been declared saved. 
The Bible never mentions names. But we can know that these are the tribes, some tribes from the beginning, those who give their life. Abraham, uh-huh, Isaac, Jacob, those people come, counting all of them. Say 144,000 people, they are saved. The Jewish people are the apple of God's eye. You don't joke with a Jew. So don't think that the replacement theology speaks that these people, they are going to be condemned. No. After the rebirth, after the rebirth, after the rebirth of the church, or after the rebirth of Israel, these Jewish people have been born again. Israel is reborn and God is not done with them. Anybody who mess up with Israel is messing with God and God will deal with them. The Bible says we should pray for the deliverance. We should pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for them. Why is it that God in all the nations, he will point to us that we should pray for the peace of Israel. Because there is a war that is going on between two sons and their generations. There is war that is going on. The covenant child, the child that was a covenant child. Now listen, let me give you a brief history. Abraham was promised that he would give birth to a child. It got to a certain point in time that all that God said, it is like it was delaying. So the wife was Sarah. Then Sarah had a maid called Hagar. Now Sarah told Abraham that the way things are going, it is better you do something with Hagar. So that at least Hagar can produce to us a child. Now, as a man, you see, ladies, when they are depressed, they can see all kinds of things. But as a man, you have to be very, 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 very strong enough to stand and say no to certain things. Sometimes they say it out of their vulnerabilities. If you go ahead and do that, you will create pain in their heart. So, you see, you have to, ladies are like, they are fragile. You must be careful when you are dealing with women. They may introduce things that, if you know their heart, they don't, they don't want it, but they want you to also be happy. But those things they want you to do so that you become happy, it may not make them happy. So that is what happened. Abraham went ahead and slept with Hagar and the son came out and the son was called Ishmael. Now Ishmael was not the promised child because that is not what God has said. God promised Abraham and Sarah, not Abraham and Hagar. So you can use, so Ishmael stands for the strength of man. And Isaac also stands for the grace of God. So you see, the strength of men can produce something, but that may not be good. It is the grace of God that will bring fruitfulness to everything we do. So Ishmael missed the covenant because he was not the promised child. He was not the covenant child. 
Now, a time came that they give birth to Isaac. And the time that they give birth to Isaac, God had waited for Ishmael to be 13 years. And according to the Jewish people, when somebody is above 12 to 13 years, the person is now accountable for his sins. If the person sing, that is why even in, in, in the church of Pentecost, it is known that a child can now be baptized after 12 years. So it was known in the Jewish culture that when a child is above 13, uh, sorry, 12 years, from that time, the person should account for his own life. So God waited for Ishmael to reach 13 years where he was accountable for his own life. Then Isaac was born. Are you following? Are you following? Now when Isaac was born, Isaac now became the promised child. So everything God has been telling Abraham is now linked to Isaac and not Ishmael. And that is the beginning of war. So it is like I am the elder. Why is it that I am not supposed to get hold over the land? Why is it that I'm not supposed to enjoy what belongs to my father? Although I am not I am not from your mother, but I am from your father. So if we are supposed to check, I am the elder. Nevertheless, the promise of God stands sure. What God has said, that is it. It's not what men are saying. Am I, I, I talking to somebody? So the battle began from the Old Testament. And you could see that there is a seed of the enemy that will run through one of the side. And there is a seed of God that will run to another side. Now, if you study the seed of, of God came through Isaac, and that is Jesus Christ. And you could see every generation, somebody rising up. And that is the seed of the devil rising up, rising up against God's people, rising up against God, the seed of the devil. And this is how disobedience, one disobedience can bring to human beings, can bring to humanity. Are you now previewing with the history? So it is like Ishmael, now the generation of Ishmael, which is now known to be the Arab people or those in the Asia, those in Asia, yes. They think that they are supposed to take hold over the land and not Isaac. It continued. It came to Jacob and Esau. It continued till today. Am I talking to somebody? And now people are still fighting Israel because of the land. They want to destroy every Jewish person. Are you getting Romans chapter 9, Romans chapter 10, Romans chapter 11. Go and read all these chapters. You understand the rebirth and the replacement theology. So, Jew people, they are the promised children. God loves these people. 
you cannot speak against them. Anywhere a Jewish is found, they do well. They are blessed. When you are in a work or when you are doing anything with any Jewish person, there is something on them that is making them prosperous. They don't struggle. They are the richest people on earth. <laughs> now, those of you in America, let me show you something. Do you know that America belongs to the Jews? Oh, maybe you don't know this. But as I'm teaching the science of the end time, let me prove to you. America was discovered by Christopher Columbus. You know Christopher Columbus? Christopher Columbus was a great liar. Some would say he was in Morocco. Have you heard that song before? <laughs> Christopher Columbus. Now, they were in Spain, in the Catholic Church, and something happened. And you see, these were Jewish people. And there were battles. A lot of things were going on. Please, I want you to be attentive. I want you to know this in your lips. Know it in your heart. That when you move anywhere, you can explain some of these things well to people. To win them to the kingdom. Knowledge is important. That's why sometimes when somebody steady. And uh, to teach people. You could see the person teaches with a form of excellence. Not that you, you may think the person is talking. Talking and talking. Why is the person talking? He's talking to impart knowledge to people so that they can stand tall in life. So I, as I have studied this by the grace of God, please just give me your attention. So that you can be at ease with God. <laughs> so America was discovered by Christopher Columbus. As he was sent in search of a place for a homeland to the Jewish who were kicked out in Spain. Now they were in the church, in the Catholic church in spain but these people were kicked out and, and and the reason is that listen they were trying to scatter all the jewish people so spain were filled was filled with the jewish people so the college church they kicked these people out at that time there was a king and a queen who was leading them and the king was called king ferdinand and the queen was called queen isabella and they were all under the college church Now, when they kicked Christopher Columbus, Christopher Columbus searched a land and saw the land to be America. So, America is the homeland for the Jewish people. So, don't think America is only um, 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 African people and all that. It's a crazy human. Africa for a crazy human. And we are the promised people. In search for the land. Now, all generations, many people came to annihilate the Jewish people. They want to destroy the Jewish people. Why? Because Jesus was a Jew. 
So why is it that it is through these people we have the Bible? So they want to destroy that seed. They want to kill them. They want to, this. Now, it, uh, I think I was reading something and they have given warning to every Jewish person that anywhere you go, don't identify yourself as a Jew because they could see that you have become a target. Yesterday news, I heard it, that Israel have sent warning to all their citizens everywhere that they are, if it is, if, if it is, it will be better, they are not supposed to travel anywhere. And if they are traveling, they should not identify themselves as Jews because they have sent people to annihilate everyone that is a Jew. Amen, Ante Consuela. Are you following people of God? So America, the reason why America support Israel so much in everything they do is because they are Jews. America is the homeland of the Jews. Now, do you know that in the world, those people who are rich are the Jews? Do you know that Israel also leads in technology? Their military is also second to none. Let me tell you, God has blessed them. And anybody that blesses them, the Lord will bless them. That was the promise. Anybody who curses them will be cursed. And anybody who blesses them will be blessed. They are God's covenant people. Everything I about covenant, so that's why covenant is powerful that's why if you touch a man of god if you speak against a man of god whether he is there or not any word against the man of god be careful be careful if the man knows god you are dead it's better you go back and say man of god please some people were saying all kinds of things to Moses and God heard from heaven. And the reward manifested to Aaron and Miriam. Covenant people are powerful. And the Jewish people are covenant people. Can we continue? So the church didn't replace Israel. Ezekiel chapter 37 verse 11 and 12. Seeing the dry bones coming back is a sign of God's promise being fulfilled to restore Israel back to himself. So you saw in Ezekiel chapter 37, where we saw that somebody was like, I think my wife, a man of God was preaching, I was preparing a message, I'm saying, ah, this man of God is going too fast. I, I can't write anything. Then my wife told me, also, sao, who preaches, how content them to fast so that I can bless lives. That's why I publish some of this message so you can go back. Shall glory. Ezekiel 37, verse 11 and 12. Seeing the dry bones coming back is a sign. So you saw that that place, the Bible says, God took Ezekiel unto a land, and behold, the land was very dry. The Bible says that he spoke, he saw bones that were dry. And the Bible said they were very, very dry. And God said, son of man, can these dry bones come back to life? And he said, Lord, you know it. And he said, son of man, prophesy unto these dry bones. And according as the man of God heard it, he prophesied to them. Now, do you know the dry bones? It was a prophecy about Israel. 
Are you following? So when you read Ezekiel chapter 37, although we use it to pray, any dryness in our life, we prophesy, come back to life. But people of God, any dry bones in our life, we it is a prophetic word concerning Israel. And even if you continue to read, you will know that it was Israel. He will explain to them that these are the children of Israel. They went against God. They went in a mess. They were idolatrous. But God said he will restore them. So the replacement theology that God has forgot Israel, God has forgot the Jewish people, is a lie. Israel is the very people that belongs to God. So in 19... 48 May 14th. You can go, you can go to the internet and search for it. May 14th, 1948. Israel was rebirthed. And this is a sign of the end time. The third sign of the end time. The king of the north. Now there are four kings. I want you to write this thing down. There are four kings that will play the game of thrones at the end. There are four kings that will play the game of thrones at the end. And all of these things, you will know that the end time is very near. Why am I teaching you this? So that you will be aware that if you used to think that Jesus is coming, so you must be prepared and you must also go out. Please, you have a mother. Some of you have father. Some of you have sisters. You have brothers. Please teach them so they will be saved. And you will be accountable. There are four kings. The king of the north, the king of the south, the king of the east, and the king of the west. These are the four kings. And in Bible prophecy, I will teach you because this episode, I will teach you about Bible prophecies concerning the end time. And I will show you how it is being played. You will be amazed. The last time when my when my sons came and I was teaching them, my God, you could see from their faces. Some of them were shocked, but some of them were also enjoying how I was teaching it. And I love to teach it. The king of the north is a sign of the end time. That is point number, number three. Ezekiel 38, verse 15 to 16. Somebody should be fast for me. Somebody should open Daniel chapter 11, verse 15. And somebody should also open Ezekiel 38, verse 6 and 15. Ezekiel 38, 15, 16. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Ezekiel is a good name. Ezekiel. Continue sharing the link. Share the link. Share the link for me. My God. You will come from your place in the remote part of the north. Please underline the word north. You and many nations with you. All of them riding horses. A great horde. And a mighty army. So remember the word you and many nations with you. So the person will come from the north. But he's not coming alone. He will come with many other nations, right? And so put that in mind. And you will go up against my people, Israel. So you could see the king of the north will go against Israel. Like a cloud to cover the land. In the last days, 
it will come about that I will bring you against my land so that the nations may know me when I show myself holy through you before their eyes. Oh Gog. So the king of the north is the battle of Gog and Magog. So let's go to Ezekiel 38 verse 6 to 15. Ezekiel 38 verse 6. Somebody say Gog and Magog. Now Gog is a name of a man. Magog is a name of a nation. Am I talking to somebody? So that will be the battle. The Bible says that they will come against my people Israel. I will lead them to come. They will come with, with other nations to fight them. But I will show myself. Okay, let's read Ezekiel 38 verses. Goma and all its troops, but Togama from the remote part of the north and all its troops, many peoples with you. Underline the word north. So you could see. Now, I want everybody to put it on assignment. Go on Google and search for Bet Togama. Bet Togama. Yes. When you search there, you will see all the people that will come against Israel. And if you see it right now, eh, you will see that some these people are allies. This is a sign. Because we see at the end time, these people will come against my people. How many Betogama now? Then you will see those people. 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 So you look for Bet. Togama in our today, who are Togama in our present day, who are Persia in our present day, who are Kush in our present day. You see that Persia in our present day is Iran. Kush in our present day is Sudan. And all of these people, they are in support of Russia. You will see China part. And you will see the um, 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 from Palestine. You will see all of these people forming an ally. They want to come. And you will see that. Hey, this is a prophetic word. Now, let me give you a clue here. Share the link for me, somebody. What is the difference between our faith and the faith of other people? The difference between our faith and the faith of other people is that because other faith is a lie and it's a it's a fo- it's, it's a falsehood it's forced to 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 be in other faith rather than the faith of our lord jesus christ is false and it's a lie because their books does not contain prophecy you cannot find one prophetic word in them it will be any more any more yet in your prophecy you will not find one prophecy in the Quran. Why? Because someone to me shall come and that will make the Quran a lie. Are you following people of God? Any book does not contain prophecy except the word of God. Because the word of God is sure. That is the difference. Share the link for me. The word of God is so sure. That is why we have the difference. The difference is that our book contains prophecies. They, their books 
does not contain prophecies. And that if it fails, it will make their books a lie. It will they wouldn't be biakrana or be no but yeah, yeah. Other regions ninjinano. Other religious organizations, that's what we believe system ninjinano, they don't have prophecies in their books. But Christianity, we have prophecies. And those prophecies come to pass. Are you following people of God? So Ezekiel chapter 38, verse 6. Let's go. 38, verse 6. Goma and all its troops. Betogama. You will see Turkey. You will see Turkey in it. To fight against Israel. What is in Israel that this small land people want to occupy? Togo. Haven't they seen Nigeria? Can't they take Nigeria? Why do they want Israel to fulfill prophecy? <laughs> Somebody say, Pastor, be part of my Ghana, number Ghana, dear, be fine. You're crying, we are one on our sons within Tokaba. Jesus. Goma and all his troops, Betogama from the remote part of the north, and all his troops, many people with you. 37. You, Gog, be prepared. Prepare yourself, and you, you and all your hordes that are assembled around you, and be a guard and a lookout for them. After many days, you will be sermon for service. In the latter years, you shall come into the land that is restored from the ravages of the sword, where people have been gathered out of many nations to the mountains of Israel. Have you seen? Have you seen? I say, at the latter days, you, you will be, they will come there, which had been a continual wasteland, but it is people's, but its people were brought out of the nations and they are living securely, all of them. You will go up against them. You will come like a storm. <laughs> you shall be like a cloud covering the land. You and your troops and many people with you. Yes. That is the nine and ten. That says the Lord God, it will come about on that day that thought will come into your mind and you will devise an evil plan. Are you getting it? And you will say, I will go up against an open country. I will come against those who are at rest and peaceful, who live securely, all of them living without wars and having neither bars nor gate, to take spoil and seize plunder, to turn your hand against the rules which are now inhabited and against the people who are gathered from the nations, who have acquired cattle, cattle and goods, who live at the center of the world, Israel. Sheba and Dedan and the merchant of Tashis, southern Spain, with all its young lions villages, will say to you, have you come to take spoil? Have you assembled your horse of fighting men to seize plunder, to carry away silver and gold, to take away cattle and goods, to take great spoil? Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say to God, that says the Lord God, on that day when my people Israel live securely, Will you not become aware of it and become active? And you will go up against my people Israel like a cloud cover the land in the last days. It will come about that. I will bring you against my land so that the nations may know me when I show myself holy through you before their eyes. Oh God, you will come from your place in the remote of the north 
and that is Russia, and many nations with you, all of them riding horses, a great horde and a mighty army. And the last part is the system. They will come and God will scatter them. So the king of the north is a sign. He will form a line with a lot of people. It's a sign. It's one of the prophetic signs of the end time. It's one of the prophetic signs. And you will go up, my people Israel, like a cloud to cover the land in the last days. Remember, underline the word in the last days. It will come about that I will bring you against my land, so that the nations may know me when I show myself holy through you before their eyes. Oh, God. So don't worry about the people going against Israel. What do you mean? We scatter them. Just pray for the peace of Israel. Four point the preaching of the gospel around the world is a sign of the end times. Matthew chapter 24, verse 1 to 3. Because of time, we are not going to read all. And this is the masterpiece of prophecy from Jesus, the Jewish rabbi. Matthew 24, verse 1 to 3. Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. The gospel of the kingdom shall be preached unto the ends of all nations, and then the end will come. So, he didn't say it shall be preached unto all villages, all nations of the kingdom. The gospel of the kingdom shall be preached unto all the nations, and then the end will come. Jesus left the temple, Matthew 24, verse 1, area and was going on his way when his disciples came up to him, called his attention to the magnificent and massive buildings of the temple. And he said to them, do you see all these things? I assure you, and most solemnly say to you, not one stone here will be left on another, which will not be torn down. While Jesus was seated on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately and said, tell us, when would this destruction of the temple take place? And what will be the sign of your coming, of the end, completion, consummation of the age? Continue for me. So this one, the disciples were asking, what will be the sign? Are you ready to listen to the sign? We are asking him, and he gave him the sign. So Jesus answered, be careful that no one misleads you deceiving you into error so go and read the rest the whole book of matthew chapter 24 you will see about nine to ten signs he will talk about false jesus that will appear he will talk about wars that will arise he will talk about nations that will arise against nations he will talk about the church of laodicea and that is the lukewarm church he will talk about it that the church will become lukewarm. Among four M penya mesom, omu di a juma be yomu wano, omu kase me time, me time, me time, omu bwa, because omu timi ya time ya de fufro. He will talk all about this thing, that these are signs. And the last thing he will say, 
is what I said in Matthew 24, 14. Said, and when the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached unto the ends of all nations, and then the end will come. So go and read it. The whole book of Matthew 24. Go and read it. You see all the signs. The signs from Jesus. Coin number five. Signs of the end time. Knowledge explosion. Daniel chapter 12 verse 4. Until the ends of time, knowledge shall abound. Nehum chapter 2 verse 3. Do you know that cars were, were prophesied? In the days of his coming, cars were prophesied. Aeroplanes were prophesied. Isaiah chapter 31 verse 5, you will see as bears flying. You see, those times, they didn't know aeroplane. But the vision they will see, they will see bed. Because as bears flying. Because he himself it was a prophetic word on aeroplanes. A prophet saw something. He said that, that thing he saw, he saw something that was flying. And that one he was prophesying about aeroplane. And all of these things is a sign of his coming. When you time aeroplane bear, we ask him. So the time, all this prophetic word has been fulfilled. Number six, because of time. Nuclear warfare. Hydrogen bomb, Zachariah chapter 14, verse 12. When you see all these things, you see a man for do you know that the world powers is only to those who have nuclear weapons? Now, some of you don't understand nuclear weapons. When we say nuclear bomb or nuclear weapon or anything, when they when they leave a nuclear weapon on Kumasi, it will melt the whole of Kumasi. Are you following? Because do you know why? It uses nuclear energy. It's a missile, but it uses nuclear energy to cause explosion. Now, anywhere, you know, I'm a scientist. Anywhere you leave a nuclear like weapon, four energies will be produced. Because it works with the wind as a gas. You will see a blast wave, it's, it's a form of energy. You will see intense light, and all of these things, it travels with speed. You know the speed of light. You see, you very, very fast. And a blast wave too. Oh, I hear The third thing is heat, and the fourth thing is radiation. So the nations that have nuclear weapon, they can destroy a whole nation. Are you getting it? And now I can tell you, some people have it. America have a nuclear weapon. Russia have a nuclear weapon. 
I don't know if it is France or Iran or some of the nations. Israel have it, yes. So all these people that have nuclear weapons, they are the world powers. Now, it is a series. I will not consume everything today. I will teach you about the four kings and the, and the final game of thrones. Now, when I begin to teach about this, you will know the four kingdoms. You will know the kings and you will know the princes now. So that you will be aware. It is here. can't be say And yes, but you will be aware, you will know. So you will go out in your workplace, you begin to talk to people. Please, you are not scaring them. Talk to them. If you want them to be safe, talk to them. Zachariah chapter 14, verse 12. Hydrogen bomb. And the last thing is the king of the east. And that is, the king of the east is China. The king of the north is Russia. The king of the east is China. The king of the east is China. Revelation chapter 16 verse 12. Revelation chapter 9 verse 16. This is what we call hydrogen bomb in Zechariah chapter 14, verse 12. This will be the plague which Yahweh will strike all the peoples who have fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh will consume away while they stand. That, that is how nuclear bomb works. I said, so far, it was a Nippon all melting. I said, prophecy, if we study prophecy, you will see it plaguing. Their flesh will consume away while they stand on their feet, and their eyes will consume away in their socket, and their tongue will consume away in their mouth. Then the sixth angel poured out his bow, Revelation 16, verse 12, the king of the east. On the great river, the Ifrit and its water was dried up. Jesus. So that the way would be prepared for the coming of the kings. Remember, the kings from the east. And I said the king of the east is what? China. And that is the mother of all war. Now, the prophecy is that the river Ifrit will dry. Now, please go to Google. Another assignment. Search for the river Ifrit. Now, the river Ifrit was one of the rivers that flowed from the Garden of Eden. It's one of the rivers, Ifrit, the river Ephrates. It has dried up in 2022. Uh-huh. So go and search Google about the, the condition of river Ephrates now. Go and find it. Why am I so serious about these things? To prove to you, maybe they have been preaching to you, the end is near, you don't understand. So to prove to you and to equip you to be awake. So you will not lose your salvation. People will be like, oh, you cannot lose your salvation. You cannot lose. Yes, of course. If you, if you are truly born again, you cannot lose it. But the Bible says, to those who overcome, will I give the tree of life? 
So what must you overcome? So don't think that once you are in the Lord, that is all. You must strive to overcome. The Bible says those who endure to the end. So there is an endurance to the end because things are fighting your salvation. Now in the river Euphrates, the mystery is that there are four angels that God bound them under the river Euphrates. And these angels were part of the wanted angels that fell during the war that happened among the angels where Satan was part and he is the leader. There were four angels that God has put them, he has bound them under the river Euphrates. Revelation 16 verse 12, Revelation 9 verse 16, 15 to 16, okay. Revelation 9, 15 to 16. So the four angels who had been in readiness for that hour in the appointed day, month and year were liberated to destroy a third of mankind. A third of mankind. The number of their troops of cavalry was twice 10,000 times 10,000. And that is 200 million. I heard what their number was. This is serious. So if prophecy has come that in the end times, the angel who blew the sixth trumpet... We have the seven trumpet, right? So the sixth trumpet, when the angel blew the sixth trumpet, the river dried. Then the four angels that were bound, why will God bind four angels? Because they are wicked. If you leave them, they will destroy a lot of things. And the Bible says God will leave them. And when he leaves them, they will destroy third part of the world. Third of the world. And this is serious. And that's one third. The whole world population, Uchima. This is serious. Now, has this happened? It is happening. But this one, the reason why the fourth angel has not been released is because of my next message. So if you want to listen to my next message, join me tonight at 8 p.m. Whilst we will pray to my time is up because I'm supposed to spend two hours and my time is up. I'm about to pray for people. But the first prayer we are going to pray right now is that Father help us so we can endure to the end. Help us to live for you. Amen. Help us to also be a blessing to our families that we can win them to you so their soul will not be lost. Help us to be awake to some of these messages. Open your mouth and pray. Shalani managabaya. Saladibalabaya. Perekati managabaya. Mantoro di managabaya. 
Father, strengthen us, O God, that we can stand for many people. Eyala de melegede Zagata ta 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 Sagadimana gadaya Shagade melegede Teledimana koshaya Aselenimana kaya Seledimana gabadaya Eregedimana koshaya Regedetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetetet
Forgive me of all these sins. Cleanse me from every form of unrighteousness. Say it loud and clear. Take it serious. Listen. Me wawa me tichi kula now. Recently me jina okra eye me say nyame ba. Eye me say pyjama ko. I'm telling you. The rapture is near. Everything, all the signs you will see in Matthew chapter 24, it has happened. Go and read Matthew chapter 24. All the signs have happened. The last thing that is supposed to happen, the reason why the angels have not been released from the river Euphrates is the message I will teach tonight. So look through you. There are things that are going on. You are fornicating. Don't think that people have been saying, once you have given your life to Jesus, so you can do yourself anyhow. No, don't live anyhow. Look at how wicked the kings of the earth is. Now, when we talk about the kings now, think about the president. Because we don't rule the nation by kings anymore. We rule it by presidents. So, Bible prophecy concerning kings, now look at president. Look at the, the man Putin. How wicked this man is. They told the man to even stop the battle. The man says, no, I will not stop. Look at how wicked. Imagine if God revealed that four angels who would destroy third part of the world. What will you do? What will you do? Say, lady managaya. Pray. Say, Father, forgive me. Father, I repent. Now, forgiveness is even nothing. Say, I repent. Through repentance, Father, I repent. Akoshiebra mechai. Etrimwadin mechai. Evil thoughts. Aebama kumani maji mechai. Ayaka mechai. Enchira mbuni mechai. Pray, pray from your heart. Arrogance, pride. Father mechai. I'm not going back. I'm going to intention be humble. Anything that will distract me from my salvation, I'll stop. Shelele mene kabaya. Lord help us. Mandere di badaya. Sogo dobo dobo kopaya. Shele di managabadaya. In the name of Jesus. I've spent more than my time, seven minutes more than my time. Now, if you are here and you are not born again, please, I want, don't, don't be ashamed. Some of you, you were born again. You went back to the world. You left everything. Don't be ashamed. I want you to type me, M-E, if you are not born again and you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I'm not talking about those who are born again. I'm talking about those who are not born again. Maybe you came to this platform. You wanted something. You wanted a visa. You wanted a marriage. You wanted something different from what we are talking about. Don't worry. You've heard something new. If you want to be born again, listen, forget about this world. Though. The most important thing is that you will be saved because you will either be eternally condemned or eternally be saved. Emmanuel, wow. Wow. Emmanuel, wow.
Wow. Thank you, Father. Some of you, you used to serve God well, but certain things happened to you, you left God. If you are here, please type your type me, type me, type me. Sholo di I'm waiting. The Bible says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him. God doesn't want you even to come to him. He wants to come to you. But all that you have to do is to open the doors of your hearts. Leave your sin. Leave all that you have been doing. The Bible says, I will come to him and eat with him and he with me. Revelation 3.20 But to all who did receive him, who believe in his name, he gave the right to become a children of God. John 1.12 If you confess with your mouth, that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Ima, do you believe that God raised Jesus from the dead? Do you believe? Because some other religions don't believe. They don't believe that Jesus was raised from the dead. You believe? Okay. Do you believe that he's the son of God? Mm. you believe now say this words after me say dear God I know I am a sinner I want to turn from my sins and I ask for your forgiveness I believe that Jesus Christ is your son I believe he died for my sins and that you raise him to life I want him to come into my heart and to take control of my life. I want to trust Jesus as my savior and follow him as my Lord from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Congratulations. Somebody shout glory. Wow. Look at heaven. Heaven is excited. Seeing Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Take my personal number, okay? Zero five nine seven four zero zero seven seven seven. Send me a message on WhatsApp, okay? 
I'm going to talk to you and I'll have time with you, okay? The Lord bless you. If you were born again, but there are kind of things that is going on in your life that is not helping you to serve the Lord well, say this prayer after me. Say, Father, I've come to you as your son, as your daughter. Lord, help me to deal with this sinful nature. Father, strip me off of every system of entanglement that want to deny me of my salvation. And let me stand strong against these weaknesses of the flesh. And right now I decree in the name of Jesus, I have overcome it. And I'm standing strong in the faith. And nothing will cause my faith to wither. For I am strengthened in you. Unshakable and unmovable. And I am blessed of the Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. Father, I pray for every one of your children on this platform. As they've heard this message, equip them, strengthen them, renew their heart. Let them be prepared for you. Father, help them in their weaknesses. Strengthen them. Empower them to speak to other people. That they will not live life looking onto things only. But they will be waiting for your coming. And that is they will be prepared for your coming. Help them to prepare others. Give them special giftings of the spirit. So they can through that giftings equip many people to the kingdom. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The Lord bless you all. I am the prolific George McEagle, and Jesus is my boy. This is SRM Encounter Platform. If you want to follow us, we have a WhatsApp platform. You can take our number, send us a message, and say, Please, man of God, my name is this. I joined your platform today, and I want you to add me to your WhatsApp page. I'll add you. We are family there. We are like 300 200 to 300 people there join us and you experience a lot of things testimonies every day being shared there to equip your faith in the lord and to give you hope and to know what our god is doing in our lives god bless you be joining us 8 p.m today and your life will never be the same until we meet again be blessed at your workplace be blessed at where you find yourself May the Lord give you a tangible testimony today. If you have a testimony, share it to that same line on WhatsApp, 0597400777. Because we believe God is giving you a testimony to the glory of his name. The Lord bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Ba, 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 ba.
Holy Spirit, carry me on. On wings of eagles, carry me on. To the place of prayer, carry me on. Holy Spirit, carry me on. To the place of power, carry me Secret place, come back. 